0: Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church, here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. I would like to talk to you today for a few moments about retaining revelation. Retaining revelation. How do you retain revelation? revelation. Also, I'll, I'll talk to another group of people because some people um, don't have much to retain and then others have revelation. And I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm being straightforward. If you're brand new to Christ, new to the body, new to this type of environment, you may not have a whole lot, but today you're going to get something. So we're going to talk about retaining revelation. If I were to give a subtext or a title for this message, it would be called get it, got it, good. Now the Bible tells us in Proverbs that wisdom is the principal thing. Yeah and that we need to get wisdom and we need to also get understanding. And in all our getting, we get understanding. And the Bible tells us that wisdom, being the principal thing, is vital to our success. Even the whole concept of being what God has called us to be and living out our true meaning, the character of who we are, and becoming successful in our areas. You know, physically successful, meaning physical fitness, health, and wellness. Um, spiritually successful and being the doers of the word and not hearers only. But also being successful economically What I'd like to do is capstone everything and bring it together in a way that you'd have some practical tools for retaining revelation. I'm talking about being here in the place where God can minister the word to me and then I, in turn, can take it and minister it to somebody else. And in order for me to do that, I got to get it. And once I get it, I got to recognize that I got it. And once I get it and I know I got it, then it's good. It's pleasant to me. The word of God becomes meat to me. It becomes solid sustenance to me. And I live by it. I walk in it. I lean on it. I depend on the word to see me through. I'm not looking for some type of phantom God to show up mysteriously whenever I'm going through. The solid word of God is able to save and deliver my soul. To keep me out of the fiery pits of the enemy, to keep the enemy's darts off of me because I understand what the word of God says about being able to overcome the enemy, to overcome challenges, to stand in the face of adversity, to go up instead of down when the economy is taking a roller coaster ride. I shall lack nothing. And that's because the wisdom of the word of God is being retained in here. It's being retained in here. It's being retained in here. And whatever is in here, here or here is going to come out of here. And when you speak to people and they don't speak the wisdom of the word, when you speak to people and they talk trash, when you speak to people, when they're talking loud and saying nothing and they have no word in them, don't receive it, retain Wisdom. Retain revelation. Retain what's important. You learn from mistakes, but you can also learn from some good examples as well. You can learn from good experiences. I learned something this past weekend. I learned some things I learned. I taught some things, but I learned some things and the things that I learned will revolutionize my life. And I refuse to settle for anything less than what God has associated with his promises. I've got kingdom dreams that have to be fulfilled. Yeah, I do. Look at somebody say, "Yeah, yeah, I do. Kingdom dreams. I'm talking about the kind of dreams that glorify God, the kind of dreams that make God smile. Have you ever thought about making God smile? I know you're looking for him to bless you because when you're blessed, what happens? You smile. Come on, smile at me. Now smile at somebody else. Now don't smile too long. Don't smile too long. That's good enough. Like he smiled at me. She was smiling at me, man. I know, she, I know she's smiled. I ain't smiling at you like that. Get over you. Get over you. <laughs> but God makes us smile. Wouldn't it be reasonable for us to make him smile with our lives? When your children do something well, what do you do? You smile and you grin. When they displease you, you're like, mm, 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 mm. In fact, I would rather a frown of disapproval than no expression at all. Wouldn't you like God to give you either a, or a, come on, practice? And that's discerning. And I'm laying that as a foundation because in order for us to retain revelation, we got to get revelation. How do I get revelation? How do I get revelation? Okay, first of all, principle number one, don't fake it. Don't fake it. Do not fake it. I know we used to say fake it till you make it. But let me tell you, this ain't nothing to play with. Don't pretend like you got revelation and you don't. Because guess what? We're going to know. God knows already. First of all, he already knows the Holy Ghost knows the thoughts and the intent of our heart. He's a discerner. So he knows whether you got it or not. But don't fake it. And the reason why I say don't fake it, because when we fake it, what happens is that we make a fool out of ourselves. We make a fool out of ourselves that we just pretend like we all with it and we just going along with the flow. And we all just kind of rustle ourselves and rush into the presence of the Lord. And, and God is like, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember him. I remember him. It was what about six weeks ago that he came into the presence. I'm not talking about coming to church. I'm talking about coming into the presence. So don't fake it. Don't fake it. Because what happens is that when we fake it, we deceive ourselves into believing we deceive ourselves into believing that we just as good as somebody else. We got it just as good as somebody else. We we and, and you know what? You are just as good as somebody else. I don't know who that body else is, but 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 you just but don't fake it. Keep it real. How many like it real? I mean, I want it real, I want it straightforward, I want it, I want it straight up the middle. Just real, just real people. And when people are real, what happens is that you afford God, you afford God access into making whatever changes are necessary in order for you to be victorious. Because if we fake the victory, if we fake the victory, if we fake the victory, okay, if you fake the funk, okay, how's that? Look at somebody say, don't fake the funk. Yeah, that's from the 70s and 80s for those of you. If you fake it, what happens, what happens is you deceive yourself. And then others around you say, you know what? She's clueless. He he don't get it. He don't get it. Got it. And it ain't good. Look at somebody say, you got to get it. If you want it. it. Got it. Good. So, think, think for a moment, think for a moment, think for a moment. Did I really get any revelation at all? The whole salt thing, what was that about? What Y'all talking about salt, what's that about? Salt bad for you. You get high blood pressure, you get salt. That's not the revelation of the salt. And if you didn't get it, you can get the tape, but I'm not trying to sell no tapes or CDs. But if you want to buy one, stop by the kiosk. The, the, the thing, the, the, hey, our media team is on it, they own their game, all right? So you want to get it. You want to get it. Order it. Order it. But you want to get revelation every day. Whenever I go to a restaurant, I want food, period. That's right. That's right. I want food. When I go to the bank, I want money. And when I go shopping, I want to buy whatever it is that I'm shopping for. So when you come into the presence of the Lord, don't fake it. Get it. So talk to me. I'm trying to get it. Move. I'm trying to get it. Watch out. I'm trying to get it. What are you doing? I'm working out so I can get it so I can handle it when I get it. I'm giving God praise. I felt a David anointed on me today. I was dancing in praise. I was like, probably how David felt because he knew the revelation of his God. He knew that it was God who had poured out upon him the grace to win victory after victory and battle after battle. And God said to him, you're the apple of my eye. He got that. He got in trouble sometimes, but he got that. You can miss a whole lot of things, but you don't want to miss the revelation. You can miss your bus. You can miss school. You can miss a paycheck. You can miss a whole lot of miss your favorite program on TV, but don't miss the revelation. So write a note to yourself. Write a note. That principle is don't fake it. I cannot miss the revelation. There's something that I want to share with you. Wisdom has built her house according to the first verse of Proverbs number nine. And she has shown out seven pillars, hewn out seven pillars. There are seven foundations. It's a perfect number of God. I'm not going to get into the seven foundations right now, but I want you to know that one revelation is not enough. There are at least seven different principles available to us every time wisdom is present. There are seven different revelations or applications of God's revelation in our lives. Every time the word of God goes forth. Boom. We got wisdom. Boom. There's revelation. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Was that seven? There's seven opportunities. One more. Boom. There you go. I love it. So think about this. Wisdom built her house. I want you to move down to the 10th verse. It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. Let me qualify fear. It's not I'm scared, I'm shaking and I'm. Uh, uh, that's not the fear. Fear the Lord is reverence and honor. You know, like we were doing just before I started preaching the word, we got into that mode of worship. That's fear and reverence. That's honoring him, recognizing that it's he who has made us and not we ourselves. It's him who actually orchestrates our lives. Every breath we breathe, he's got it numbered. He knows your hair on your head. Even the hair you lost, he knows. Now that causes us to have some reverence and some fear. But I don't know how many hairs you got on your head. I don't even know if it's yours or not. Got to keep it light. This is just, this is I got to keep it light. Now think about this. Think about this. If God already knows, then we should reverence him and we should fear him. And if you ever want to know how a thing functions, you ask the creator of a thing. So you go to God and say, well, how do I walk in this wisdom, God? How do I deal with this? It says something to us here. It says something about wisdom that I think is very important. It's very significant. It says that the reverent, and I'm reading in an amplified version, the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is the beginning, which is the chief or the choice part of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is insight and understanding, insight and understanding. Insight would be the revelation that you get by being associated or a part of. You know, there's insight. There's insight. Whenever you want to work for a company, you go and you research the company. You get insights into the company so that when you go and, and they ask you questions, you can impress them with your insightful revelation. Young brother was going to interview for a job and uh, he stopped by the church and I gave him a letter of reference. And um, I said, are you ready? He says, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. He says, I wouldn't research the company. I looked up their mission statement and everything. That's called insight insight. How are you going to be a part of this body of Christ if you have no insight? If you don't know what's going on, you can blame other people. And I'm going to talk to you about that in just a second. We can blame others and we can say, well, I don't know. I didn't know what's going on. They didn't tell me. They didn't tell me. They didn't tell me. Oh, it's available. But you didn't get the insight. We need the insight of God. Look at somebody say, I need insight. I got to get insight, insight. which means that I got to go deeper. I got to take a Wednesday class. I got to show up at Bible study. I got to definitely be a part of something. What's going on at nine o'clock? I got to get insight. I need some background information on this stuff in the Bible. Kingdom University might help me out. I just need to know more in order to do more because when I know better, I do better. And if I knew then what I know now, I probably wouldn't have made some of the mistakes that I made. I wouldn't trade my life for the world, all the experiences, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. It goes into making me who I am. But if I had a little bit more wisdom, if I had a little bit more knowledge, if I had a little bit more understanding, I probably wouldn't have said some of the things I said. I wouldn't have done some of the things that I did. I would have achieved. I would have actually taken advantage of some of the opportunities that were available to me when they were presented. So let's look at this wisdom thing. This wisdom thing really gets to me because if you ever study wisdom, it will open up your eyes. Go to chapter 10, 10 and 10. It says "He that wing of the eye, causes sorrow, but a pratting fool shall fall. Being deceiving makes us a fool. All right. Put the pieces together. The 11th verse says the mouth. Are you with me now? Yeah. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. But the violent or but violence covered the mouth of the wicked. It goes on to say what? Hatred, but thirteen. Okay, keep going. Now, fourteen. So we'll stop there. The point is principle number two. The first one is don't fake it. The second one is don't be a fool. Now, I could have titled the whole message there, but that wouldn't be appropriate. We're talking about getting it, got it and good. But when a fool fakes it or if the fool doesn't get it, what happens is that a rod of correction comes down on us. And correction only comes from authority. That's a sub point under your principle. God being the highest authority comes to us with a revelation. The fool does not receive it and receives correction through chastisement and a rod. But the wise will take the correction and move on and be celebrated for the change. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of grace for the nation's church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nations Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the Scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.